Howdy and welcome back to Tales from the Pits. This is Andrew. This is Brian. And uh, we are going to probably be talking a little slower than normal and possibly screw a few things up on this this podcast. We're on the way back home to Houston. Yeah, we're wrapping up uh, an Austin barbecue run. Um, we hit every one of the top 50 joints in Austin with the exception of uh, Valentina's because we both individually checked that place off of our list uh, a few weeks back, um, getting our well, passport Yeah, I was going to say, not checking it off the list. We've been there before. Oh, We've no, been to all of these restaurants before. Oh, right. But, There's yeah. no new places for us this today. It's all about the stamps. Yeah, it's, it's we're knocking out the passport as, you know, as quickly as we can uh, while still trying to enjoy it, which is something we're working on now because we... This was a tough one. Uh, we, we'll be, you know, brutally honest. It was very hard. It was it was not enjoyable by the end of the day. So let's kind of kind of do a quick overview of that. You know, we we did Franklin. Um, you know, we got up. What time did you get up this morning? Uh, I got up at three in the morning. Um, and let's be clear. Uh, this well, this is part of our own decision. We uh, we left Pinkerton Barbecue in uh, in Houston at about ten o'clock last night. And that was after the Texas Monthly Meetup, right? And that was after we had cooked stuff. and served barbecue. <laughs> so it's been a very long barbecue weekend. Um, but we uh, we left there about ten o'clock at night, and then we met up again at about four thirty this morning to to hit the road and and start this Austin run. So uh, we we got to the Franklin line at six forty a.m. Uh, we ate at Franklin. We got our food at about eleven thirty. So you know, do the math, about a five-hour wait. Um, and we got out of Franklin and on the road to the next stop at noon. Um, so we, uh, the first stop was going to be Micklewaite after we left Franklin. Now, you know, our, our thing about Micklewaite has always been, hey, the line's short. You know, it's always a good stop. Of course, they, they hit number eight on the Texas Monthly Top 50, and so they're in the top ten. line was, was fairly long, so we said, hey, you know, let's go to a barbecue and see what the line's like there. And the line was uh, pretty bad at Love Barbecue as well. And if you've been to either one of those places, or even if you haven't, we'll let you know. Their lines can move pretty slow at times. Um, you've got a lot of people ordering big orders. Uh, they're both trailers, so they're limited on space and meat cutters and things like that. So they can uh, they can take some time getting plates out. So we knew we'd be at either one of those places for a while. So we decided to do a really quick stop at Terry Black's, another place on the list. Um, we did a very small order there because we knew we had a lot of stops ahead of us. Uh, we ordered literally two pork ribs and a an individual mini pecan pie, and and they were good. Uh, you know the the pork ribs were good. We we've had the brisket and the sausage there before. So one of the problems with doing these trips is, of course, you don't get to order. Well, you could, I guess. Uh, we don't order the entire menu or a three meat plate at every stop because we just can't do it. Can't eat all that food, and we don't want to bring home cold barbecue for the next day or two. Right, and that would make this an even more expensive endeavor than it already is if we were ordering full spreads at each place. Especially since we've been there before, um, we know what to expect. So we we kind of tried to get you know let's get something that we know is good or something that we've never tried. Either one works. Um, after Terry Black's, we went back and looked at. Um, Love barbecue. Line was long again, so you know. <laughs> Back over to Mickleweight we go. So, so it was a bit of a ping pong game in uh, in Austin for us today. You know, back to Love Barbecue. And, and because Austin is Austin, luckily you can do that. You can right there. I mean, you can ride a bicycle between them. Um, well, yeah, Texas I, Monthly thinks you can walk to all of them. Yeah, from <laughs> Freemans to Franklin. Because uh, that's one of the challenges <laughs> on the passport is is the huffing it challenge of going. No, to no, each huffing one. it. Hook huffing up. it is something completely oh, different in Austin. This is true. Yeah, yeah sorry. The, the huffing it challenge of, of walking to all these places in 98 degree humidity. Um, so we didn't do that. 
but uh, but you can drive, and, and there's can. parking is is not unreasonable in places. I mean, you just have to park on the streets. Right, and we are, we got lucky with parking pretty much everywhere we went today. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Micklewait was the next one we actually stopped and ate at, and it was about from the time we got in line to the time we ate, it was about forty five to fifty minutes. Forty five minutes, around thirty something people in front of us. Uh, right, and uh, we what did we order there, Ryan? We had well, we got meat. a two meat plate, so we were we were struggling. We were like, well, let's get one meat and a couple of sides, maybe, and a dessert. We got to get the the moon pies, and we were like, well, let's just roll it up into a plate. So uh, that was Andrew's idea, and we got um, we got brisket, and then we had to choose a second meat, which was tough because. Um, Sausages there are usually really good. He's got and Tom McElwain and his crew usually have a really good variety of sausage. Um, they also had the, the um, barbacoa, which I believe is beef cheek barbacoa. I believe that's what he's doing, right? Uh, I don't think he's doing the full cow head, but I could be wrong. Um, we'll, we'll research it. It's something that'll be on our two order list next time if he's got it on the menu. Uh, but yeah, we settled on the, the beer worst sausage and the moist brisket, and our sides were the uh, lemon poppy seed coleslaw and the jalapeno cheese grits and then again we uh moon pies to go and we we tried the uh, poppy seed coleslaw because as hot as it is we're trying to get you know the, the vinegar from the pickles maybe the vinegar from the coleslaw something to try to help cut through um the fatty foods and, and help us because again it's it was just uncomfortably hot and moist outside um you're standing in line and you know this is where i'm going to take a dig at austin you know, in Houston, there's only a couple of trailers, and, and there's no trailers in the top 50 in Houston. Right. I mean, it's indoor barbecue everywhere you go in Houston, which if you live in Houston or have been to Houston recently, that's a very welcome treat. Um, it, you know, being outside in that heat wears you out pretty darn fast, and unfortunately, the vast majority of Austin barbecue is, uh, like like Ryan said, either a trailer or a mo- mostly outside experience. Like, Franklin Barbecue is mostly an outside experience, except right. for the brief time in which you're inside and ordering food. And if you're lucky enough to get a table inside, you're going to eat it outside as well. Right, yeah. right. So, uh, Micklewaite um, brisket was, was pretty great. Bark was great. Um, what did you think about that? Yeah, I mean, it was a, we got a, we had a good end cut. A uh, little, little salty, a little on the salty side, but end cuts can be a little bit on the salty side because I think you kind of get, like, every bite of that bark is in that end cut so if there's even a little bit too much salt you're going to taste it but it was re- it was cooked really well it was a really nice bite um I, I, it's the second time i've been there in the last few weeks and it's you know it's been pretty good i think they've justified their their ranking uh, i think they are you know definitely worthy of being a, considered a top 10 barbecue joint um and you know they, they hit that mark for me you know more often than not um the uh the beer worst was was different. The texture wise, yeah, I, I really liked the. It was a lamb chorizo, was what we had the last time, or was it just a chorizo? Uh, we've done a chorizo there before. I know we had a, a Thai chili sausage yeah. there once before. I've had a lamb sausage from them as well, and they're always playing around with different sausage ideas and different styles. And you know, some are great, some are you know not as great, but you still appreciate the the artisan you know aspect of what they do. Absolutely, and this wasn't our our favorite sausage roller, but always try what they've got because there's there's lots of good variety there. Um, besides the lemon puppy slaw, is different. It was okay. Um, didn't didn't really grab me, um, but of course the jalapeno cheese grits as great as they've always been there. Yeah, they're you know they're some of my favorite barbecue sides in you know in Texas is that that jalapeno cheese grit. It's so different. It's not something you expect on a barbecue menu. But it's just, it, it got a ton of flavor, a ton of cheese, 
man, I just love it. And it's also, not too hot, you know. No. Some places go overboard with the spice, and we were worried being as hot outside as it was that that's that's kind of a conflict. But in fact, if you look at some of the hottest countries in the world, they eat spicy foods, and it's it's this trick that your mind does to actually offset the heat. Um, if you eat spicy food, it doesn't feel as hot outside. Um, I wouldn't say that worked today, but <laughs> uh, but it's not too spicy, which is great. Um, it's very dense, which yeah. I mean, obviously, you have to be mindful of if you're doing as many stops. Yeah, when as you're we doing, doing the fatty brisket and you're doing the cheese, that you've got to be careful. And we we overdo it. We tend to overdo it. Um, moon pies are under lock and key, so um, yeah, I've, somebody's I'm on, getting a gift. I'm on strict orders of you know bringing grits and moon pies home. So uh, those are in the back of the car on their way to its uh, rightful owner, my wife. And those are great, though. I mean, we, we didn't eat one ourselves, but um, we bought some to go, and, and we've had them before, and, and always a great treat there. Right. They're they're, uh, they're a quality barbecue dessert. So, uh, yeah, our next, after we left Micklewade, we once again drove by La Barbecue. <laughs> they might think we're stalking the place with Casey to join at this, you know, at this point, if we keep driving by. And again, they had a really long line, so we made another executive decision of okay well let's go to one of the other places so that's when we ended up at uh freedman's which is up near the university the frat house area near ut a great great building great history also uh no ac today they had the doors open and the breezeway going yeah i, I won't i can't say that was not very disappointing after being outside at mickaway for such a long time and spending so much time outside at franklin i was really hoping to get inside and get some ac but uh wasn't meant to be yeah, we had some at terry blacks but we just weren't there long enough. right yeah, yeah that was a very quick in and out stop for us um but so, uh and, and they've had it before where the the building itself was air conditioned and then they had the, the patio that wasn't and today you know when the door swings open back and forth all day it's hard to do the kitchen gets hot in there i know so it was it was open but um that that of course again made us uncomfortable because we're whiny little girls whatever uh, but it is true it it, it detracts from the experience right and um, we and we were already dragging at that point from you know from the first few stops so we, we ordered fairly light there as well uh we did a couple of pork ribs and a smoked chocolate uh pudding um and the pork ribs one of the things we spoke to the server about was what they've changed and what they haven't changed because if, if you've been if you haven't heard uh, freeman's has had a lot of turnover lately between pitmasters uh evan Leroy has left there last year um and Chris McGee. Chris McGee has also left, who had taken over for Evan. Um, so now, and I believe there's been one other pitmaster or assistant pitmaster that's left as well. So we weren't sure what's changed, but uh, they, they they reassured us that the pork ribs that we've always loved at Friedman's have not changed. Uh, so we, we went with that as our order, and it, that was pretty spot on. The, yeah, the, the glaze, glaze was there, the pepper was there, right, uh, the yeah. look was there tiny bit underdone but yeah that, know, it, it did require okay. a little bit of pulling to get the meat off the bone but uh not i mean it wasn't wasn't severely undercooked uh, i'm just going to use a little more time on the pit but ultimately the, the flavor was still that that wonderful glazed peppery you know s- you know slightly sweet slightly spicy pork rib that we've come to love from friedman's so we uh we were glad to see the that chocolate mousse there. was phenomenal it was uh, really good i mean the house made pickles they do are always quality yeah, the pickles are great uh, they do the, the bread there too. yeah the focaccia yeah. bread that they do is is really good as well so uh you know we, we powered through that stop um yeah i know it's hard work but someone's gonna do it <laughs> i make it sound like we're running a marathon we're yeah, doing yeah, basically we're the exact opposite yes um so we finished up there and we decided to head on to uh, style switch and, and it's just i mean 
I, it's hard to describe today. We've, we've done 11 stops in a day and been careful about what we eat. Today was just, I, I assume it was the heat and how tired we were. We, we, had, we had barbecue last night. We had barbecue yesterday in the afternoon. You know, we were probably picking on barbecue. I was picking on barbecue Friday night as well. Right. So, I had some smoked chicken fajitas on Friday night for dinner. So, yeah, yeah I've been we eating were, smoked meats for the last three days. So, it's starting to set in. Yeah, you're, you're kind of and you're kind of grinding through it. So, we, we ate pretty light. We got some jalapeno cheese sausage. I really wanted a, a side. I got their, uh, I think they're called hog fries. Uh, it's got some of the, it's got their, um, I assume it's not their brisket rub. It tasted more like... Um, Sorry, the road's getting kind of loud here. Uh, but it's tasted more like uh, their pork rub, maybe, or, or pork butt rub. But they were good, but, of course, they were hot and they were fried. Probably not the best uh, best idea. Yeah, once we're on the stop number five, that was probably uh, an over-order on and, our part. And luckily, my sister uh, and brother-in-law uh, showed up. Uh, they met us there. We had asked them to. They met us there, and they ordered quite a bit so we could uh, look at their plate. I got to eat one of the smoked fried wings smoked hot wings that was good um but you know we're we're really not looking forward to another stop regardless of where it was it has nothing to do with the location or who it was oh, right yeah at that point just, we were just powering through it was uh, about four o'clock i think that time real uh, close to four or three, three yeah about three thirty, somewhere yeah. around there um so we we decided to to make the trek back to la barbecue and see if they would still be open still have something Right, and we lucked out. We got there we, you know, as we were driving by looking for parking. We saw there was pretty much no one in line, but uh, but they, they did look like they were still open. So we, we did a quick stop there. Uh, all they had left was chopped beef and pulled pork. So we just said, you know, give us a little bit of pulled pork. Um, you know, we've been obviously we've been to Law Barbecue many many times over the years. Um, Law Barbecue has had a lot of pitmaster changes throughout the years. So we do eventually want to get back and try more of the full menu just to see. Because whenever you've got a, a, a big-time pitmaster change, you know, as, as you know, people like us that, that really pay attention to these things and really want to know, hey, how's the consistency? You know, we, we want to eat the full menu again. So we'll get back there at some point. You know, may not be in the near future. may take us a while, uh, probably when Austin's not 98 degrees anymore. <laughs> um, but we'll get back there and eat well, more of the food. And, and, you know, kind of to this point a little bit, this this barbecue passport is a double-edged sword so number one it's bringing people out to restaurants that have never been or would never maybe go um you know there's very few people the only person i know of personally that did all 50 stops with the last top 50 was john brotherton who just finished it up a few weeks before the list right it, it took him pretty much the entire four years to finish the list and we got people that have finished it in less than a month which is just uh, this year. crazy to me. But but what's happening, and, and several restaurants and several of the waiters or uh, folks that were waiting on us have mentioned this, what's happening is that people are doing these runs like we're doing, and they're ordering less and less food, which is really unfair to the restaurant because the people aren't getting to, to eat what they would normally eat. And, right. You know, even if, you, even if you have every item, you're not sold out of any items, if you don't order them, you're not getting a good a good experience of what that restaurant, a good understanding of what that restaurant is. Right, and some rules that we're kind of trying to govern ourselves by with the list is if it's if it's on the top, upper tier of the top 50 list, we do try to order more of it, especially if it's a place we haven't been before. Um, and we also try to tip well at each one of these places we go to. Because we know, you know if we're going in there and ordering one link of sausage <laughs> or one pork rib, 
you know, they're not making a whole lot off of our order. So we do try to... to and we're to only doing that in places that we've eaten at before multiple right. times. And when we go to a place that's that's new to us, I mean, we're going to get as much of the menu as we can eat and can afford to eat. Um, but you know, out of the list, I, I think I've had 18, and only two of those are places I had never been to so far. And I think all 16 of yours you've been to already. I have yet to be, yeah, I have yet to hit a place... Uh, on the passport that I haven't already been to numerous times in most cases. Um, so um, we're looking forward to doing some more of these. You know, the Dallas road trips are going to be uh, pretty substantial. There's a lot of places in the DFW area. So we're looking forward to that. Um, we're looking forward to uh, hitting Abbey Mays in Lubbock. Um, that's one of the places that's been on our list to, to go to. Well, Vera's, we've been trying to get out to Vera's and have the barbacoa. Right, yeah. We, I don't know how long, as long as we've known each other. Right, we, we've talked about that one for a long, long time. We're finally going to do it, uh, probably, hopefully sometime within the next, I don't know, 30 days. We'll see, but uh, it, it'll be sooner than later. And, and talking about, like, Vera's and the barbacoa, which is their specialty, or, or some of the other restaurants where we've talked about their specialty, um, let, let's do this. Let's come up with a, a dream plate of barbecue but what we're going to do is we're going to have some rules because otherwise i think it's too easy so this is going to have to make us think quite a bit here okay um, which is probably the wrong time to do it on this after this road trip but um so here are the rules it'll be a three meat plate only no no five meat six meat plates um you'll get two sides and you'll get one dessert and you cannot have the same barbecue joint on your list for more than one item oh that makes it really tough Exactly, because there's some places you know you would pick more than one item from. Oh, yeah. I, I could probably make this with, like, if you limited me to my choice of three places, I could probably make this plate work. Now, it's going to get harder. None of us can use the same item that we've used before. So, you know, you can have Franklin something, I can have Franklin something, but it can't be the same thing at Franklin. Gotcha. Um, now, with us also, we have uh, Leslie, the lovely Leslie. She's in the back seat. She's gonna learn how to speak up into the microphone because it's so Hello. it's uh, so loud in here with road noise. You know, we, we're not fancy folk. Um, it's ambiance. And, and she's gonna she's gonna come in as well, and that that's gonna help us out. I think also um, kind of spread the love because again, we're talking um, we're talking six items per person. So um, we, there's a lot of stuff we like in barbecue. Um, All right. Well, you since, wanna, you're, since you're the rule master, you made this so hard. I'll go with my first meat. Uh, I can't not have brisket on a dream three meat plate. Um, if you're going to make me pick, I'm going to go with corkscrew moist brisket for the simple fact that it's the most consistently great brisket that I've found in Texas. I mean, I've had some, there are some places I love that aren't just aren't quite as consistent, but corkscrew i know every time i go there what i'm gonna get i'm gonna get fantastic moist brisket so that's that's you're, my brisket you're not pick. gonna get one thing there though that you'll get at some of the other places on the brisket they are lighter on the pepper than most places and and i not that that's a bad thing right but it's, uh, and i've grown at, at first it was i mean because i'm such a pepper hound when it comes to brisket it took me a while to really develop an appreciation of it but i do you know i have grown to really appreciate and really love their brisket because it's a personal choice they made to have the amount of pepper in their rub or the lack of pepper in their rub. And it's consistently that way. There's, you know, it's never too peppery or, you know, it's always the same exact flavor every time I go there. And so I would imagine they're, they're very meticulous on 
um, the measuring of their rubs, the ratios, and how much they're putting on the brisket. Oh, because they're meticulous in everything they do, and that's yes. what makes their barbecue so great day in, day out. So, uh, yeah, corkscrew brisket, that's my first one. All right, moving on to your next meat. Oh, I get to make all my meats? Cool. Yeah, let's do That's a whole plate. Let's do a whole okay. plate, a whole plate, a whole all plate. Right. That that way, maybe theoretically, right. it's easier for the rest of us. Well, uh, <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, I'll go. I'll go with pork ribs, and I'll go with pork ribs that I ate today. Um, I still think those Franklin pork ribs are the classic spare rib. Um, I've had places that do them comparably, but the places that do them comparably are, to me, are places that are really trying to emulate that Franklin style. So I guess I, I'm going to go with the originator of it. You know that that Franklin meaty pork rib that's got just like so that little bit of sauce on it a little bit of you know a good black pepper spare rib a full spare rib spare rib full spare rib with that delicious knuckle meat that we love so much um, spit out that cartilage it's okay right but <laughs> everything cooked, in between it cooked perfectly every single time um, I, I gotta stick with the with the tried and true franklin on that one all right now there's no limit it doesn't have to be the texas trinity um although that's classic what what's your next meat your last meat my life, I think I will stick with the Trinity. I mean, I, yeah, I'll stick with the Trinity on it. And I'll go with uh, another classic, the the Luling City Market Ring of Sausage, which uh, I believe they're still they still sell for two dollars and thirty cents a ring, which is just crazy in today's barbecue prices. And, and a ring for folks is um, some people call them a C ring, but it's really a, it's a loop of sausage, usually a little bit longer than what you would get at a. Um, just a piece of sausage. I think the, I just say I think yeah. the Kreitz ones I've weighed out at a third of a pound. Uh, Luling's probably right around the same. Right, and it's just that that great juicy, greasy, beefy bite of sausage. Just that classic Texas barbecue sausage. That I'm look, I mean, it's been a while since I've been over there, and I know we'll hit them on their uh, on our passport list. So I'm looking forward to getting that sausage again soon. Great. Let's how about sides. Oh, sides are a tough one because some of the places I've already selected, I would have chosen That's, that's where this too. gets yeah. tricky, right, is that as you start to get to right. sides, you're like, oh, I, now I can't use these guys and I can't use those guys. Right. Um, well, I mean, I guess I'll have to go with, uh, well, we, we, we've kind of stolen their recipe, you know, well, in a way. So I got it. Hey, I got hey, it. it's an homage and a tribute. It, it, is, it is in tribute to <laughs> one of our favorite barbecue joints in Texas and a place that, in my opinion, was the biggest omission from this list I feel they absolutely should have been on the top 50 list I will sing that from the heavens from now until the next list um, the tater tot casserole from Opie's Barbecue in Spicewood uh, if you've never been to Opie's it's a great great stop and, and there's lots and this is where this list gets difficult they've got lots of great meats oh they've, they've got a great but, menu but you know you're limited now because you get, you're already down to right, your sides right right I mean the, the, the brisket's really good there the baby back ribs are fantastic um, but uh, going back to the tater tot casserole, it's just that total comfort food side. It's you know, cheesy, it's creamy, it's starchy, it's everything that it probably shouldn't be. <laughs> but it's so dang good that you know we serve it at our pop-ups, and it's probably the most popular thing that we serve. Um, it's it's just so darn good. It's it's such a comfort food, uh, and. Yeah, I couldn't. I can't not pick it. I mean, we, we've stolen it, so I, I have to. Stolen it. is such a terrible <laughs> word. You know, it's it's a tribute or an homage. Um, so, how about the dessert? Dessert? I, I'm going to go with the. Uh, well, I'm going to take it before either you or Leslie can take it because I know you guys love it as much as I do. 
I'm going with Truth Cake, and uh, if, if you're making me sp- be specific, I'm going with the uh, banana caramel. If you're not making me be specific, that's going to be really hard for us now. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. If, if you're not going to make me be specific, just give me every slice of cake. <laughs> the the chocolate cake is fantastic. Um, yeah, Janelle Leonard Leonard Patello's mom does all the cakes from scratch. They're these giant layered cakes that are just with these cream cheese Recently frosting. Reasonably priced for the site. You get a giant yeah, right. slice uh, of cake. We're actually well. getting close to passing yeah, we're gonna truth pass here truth. in just a second. We're passing up the world's largest uh, pit, barbecue pit, right. smoker. Um, you can go look that up. The indisputable or undisputable because... Right. right. Look, Leonard, if you listen to this podcast, if you want to leave a back door unlocked sometime <laughs> for us to take some truth cakes... Smoke signals. I'll, I'll, smoke yeah, signals. I'll leave money on the counter for you. You know, we'll make it an even barter system, whatever we need to do. But that cake of truth is just so classic. And again, like like the other places, we're not diminishing any other other items. It's just that this is a game we're playing, and it's pretty damn hard to get to. You have to pick one item. Right, and um, I think I've still got one side, but I don't know what the heck I'm going to pick. I'm, yo, you know what? Another wait. thing I ate today. Jalapeno cheese grits. Oh, you, oh yeah, we skipped over yeah. your side. Sorry, we got so excited yeah. about dessert. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's truth cake. Come on. Yeah, it's easy. But, yeah, I mean, we ate it again today, so I guess I, I had a good it's, portion it's, of my dream It's like the today. cake. It's, it's like the, the tater tie casserole. Kind of what this boils down to is it's it's that item that you have to order when you go there. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, I cannot. I can't come home from Micklewaite without bringing some jalapeno cheese grits. So, uh, yeah, the Micklewaite jalapeno cheese grits are definitely going to be on my uh, my list for the dream plate. So, good luck because you let me go first. So, now, yeah, that, now you get to figure it out. That's the good and the bad is that you get to pick some of those and, uh, and claim them for yourself. Um, let's move on to Leslie. Um, and then we'll come back to me, and that way people can uh, end the podcast early if they don't want to listen to me. Um, <laughs> Leslie, uh, your meats. Okay. Well, um, my number one is always going to be brisket from Truth. Um, I love pepper. Um, they're always going to be my my big choice. Um, second one is going to be. Uh, well, well, tell us what what about what about their brisket? Do you like, or why why is it their brisket? Um, it, it's just always perfect. Every time I eat it. Um, it's great. I love the, the moist end cut. Have to have that. And I think the pepper is always perfect. We have literally fought over the burn ends. Uh, yes, Not just we, there, but we've literally we, fought we over burn ends. Over yes. Them. Um, and, you know, yes, we love each other, but... Um, Rock, yeah. paper, scissor, lizard, yes, spot. Yes, yes, we will, we will pout um, if we don't get that. Um, but that, that, they will always be my number one. Um, the second meat I will take would be uh, chicken from Snow's. Uh, that's one of my favorite favorite meats as well um other than that what, what not, about what about the chicken for i mean why why is that it is very moist and tender and, and for uh, <laughs> shut up and for eating eating meat at eight o'clock in the morning uh, i think chicken is is a good good breakfast <laughs> oh is that the mop sauce that they use is and it's a classic mop sauce but it's just perfect um direct heat i believe that they use it it's a really good nice crispy outside um, with with a very very juicy inside. Right. Yeah. You can't go wrong with the snow's chicken. It's it's one of the it's one of the classic Texas barbecue staples for for all of us. I think. All right. So your third meat. Uh, well, you know I'm not a huge meat eater. So yeah. Oh, gonna, you can go with the two meat plate if you yeah, want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're making up rules yeah. as we go yeah. along. Yeah. So, that, so that's your audible. Is yeah. you're going to trade a meat for a side, yeah, and you only get one for one. You don't no, get no, one and a half or I two know. for one. Okay. So I'm going to trade in there. Um, as far as sides, I'm going to go, uh, it's a tough one, so I'm going to go with um, 
I'm going to go with the carrot souffle from Tejas. That's a good one. I, I think it's a very unique dish. Um, you know, the carrots and uh, souffles, it really, really works well. It's kind of got that sweet, but also um, a good, good side. I mean, we, we tend to say it's almost like a dessert. Um, you know, it can be eaten like a dessert as well, but it's 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 officially a side. Yeah. I'd agree. It's, uh, to me, I mean, almost, you know, right to it with a pumpkin pie like to me. Um, we joke about our son who uh, never liked vegetables much. We used to have to, you know, almost sit on him to make him eat half a carrot. One, one slice of carrot yeah. was like an all-night event. Yeah, and now he actually likes the carrot souffle, so we're like... And it's a, it's a unique item that they have that that's kind of their own item, which is that's always nice about some of these side dishes. Right. I have a Not feeling most of way. our sides are going to be like that. Is you know most I I'd be surprised and I may be wrong, but I'd be surprised if any of our barbecue sides end up being pinto beans or coleslaw from anywhere <laughs> because I mean it's those memorable things that you can only get at these one specific place that makes them so great. You know, I mean obviously flavor is flavor, but it's those unique bites that only this joint has or only that joint has that really makes me crave those things right now your um, your other sides um, next one um, I'm gonna go with uh, the collard greens from Ragels uh, I mean, I've lived in Texas forever and I'm kind of ashamed to say I've never eaten collard greens um, first time I had well them, you had well, I mean you have now I have uh, now yeah. yes yeah. first time I had it was actually at Truth but since I can't have more than uh, one item from one place um, the other place I had it was at Ragels and I really enjoyed them Really moist. I mean, you, you know, it's not like a crispy salad. Right. It's, very it's tender. Very tender, moist. There yeah. They think, you know, <laughs> those collard greens need like a really long breeze to get that really, you know, that really soft bite where it's not a like a, a tough, crunchy. crunchy yeah. 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 And, and Regals does them very well. They do. They do. And then uh, since I get to choose my uh, third side in lieu of meat, now he doesn't do these often, and um, every time I see him, I have to remind him of this, um, uh, Patrick Fegis, um, his pimento cheese grits. I had these several years ago, and they, and they stand out. I mean... Beef belly, watermelon barbecue sauce, and pimento cheese grits. It, it's just, it was such a phenomenal combination, and, and just a great, a great bite, a great plate there that, uh, that was back there, and, and we've even tried to make our own. Yes, yeah, I, I did, yeah. and, and say that I really failed at it. <laughs> I tried so hard. Well, they and, were good. Uh, they just weren't. They weren't. They, weren't well, they, yeah. they were not that. They weren't that quality. Um, so, but yeah, every time I see him, I have to remind him that uh, he owes me some pimento cheese grits. All right, Patrick, you better get on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then as far as dessert, I have to go with the uh, pecan pie. Well, let's, let's jump back just a little bit. Sorry. Um, <laughs> one thing about Patrick Feejus, if, you, if you're not sure... Um, I think we've talked about him before. Um, he worked at Underbelly, I believe. Right. He's worked at uh, he's worked at Underbelly. He's worked at Killen's Barbecue. Um, he's working. He's at Southern Goods now. He's a sous chef at Southern Goods, and uh, he also does a has a barbecue pop up business. Um, and, and I know. And I think the desire is is with Aaron. Um, right. His right. Wife. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron Aaron Smith Vegas. Uh, his wife is also a very accomplished chef. Um, has worked at uh, the Marriott, has one, worked for Vitali, one, one, one episode of Chopped, um, has de- helped develop menus for Blacksmith and cl- the, the Clumsy Butcher Group, which is Chris Shepard's group. 
Um, so, she, I mean, she's an extremely accomplished chef, and I know that the two of them uh, are, are looking to open a restaurant sometime, hopefully in the near future, because I can't wait to eat at it. Yeah, so keep keep your eyes out for that, and, and as always, um, keep your keep your eyes and ears and mouth for uh, Patrick Feejus as he gets out there. And there better be pimento cheese grits <laughs> yeah, on that menu. Yeah, there better be pimento <laughs> cheese grits on the menu, damn it. Um, okay, and dessert, sorry to jump in there. That's okay, and uh, dessert will be the uh, pecan pie cobbler from Opie's. Um, I think it's awesome there. I mean, they have great desserts there, but uh, the pecan pie cobbler is my favorite one there. So you're sensing a theme, people. Go to Opie's, go to Truth. <laughs> well, now, I love, you know, yes, I'm going to fight Andrew over the cake, you know. I'm not, I'm not supposed to eat any gluten items, but, you know, sometimes I just have to make that exception and, you know, just deal with the consequences. But I love the cake from Truth. Andrew beat me on that one. So, yes, the Pecan Pie Opie's. Uh, very, another very unique item. Yes, it's, very it's, different is my, my pick on that one. I, I believe in ladies first and let's just dessert. It, and then, exactly. then, it's, then it's all best wrong. Yeah, well, we're just going to better it. Right. <laughs> all right, so that leaves me. Um, With nothing. You get no food. <laughs> no, I got quite a few items here, actually. Uh, I'll, I'm going to throw a few that you have overlooked, my friends. Um so the, the first one, I mean, I, I've got to have brisket on there. Um, you know, Evan Leroy, who's now at Leroy Lewis, the truck, the brisket is great. No no doubts about it. The damn bark. I mean, the guy is a bark shark. He's a bark wizard. You know, it, it's something. He's doing something magical underneath some little black curtain that you can't see. But there's, there's something about the bark. Um, you know, it comes out. It's got... It's multiple layers. It's crispy. It's moist. It's crunchy. It's salty. It's peppery. I mean, crap. It's just damn good. Yeah, the end cut on an Evan Leroy brisket may be the best bite of barbecue you're ever going to have. Yes. And, and again, plenty of other stuff uh, that they're doing out there. Very innovative stuff. Um, new school barbecue, as they like to call it. But uh, that, that bark is just... And I've got a... For anybody that follows me on uh, Instagram, I've got a picture on Instagram of it. You can just picture says a thousand words literally um next up so you know i i i like sausage i like making sausage been eating sausage for a long time um so i've got to pick one and this is really tough because there is a there is some really great sausage out there eckridge farms uh, <laughs> you know it's not a bad no um no there is some great sausage out there and there's a lot of people that that are doing great sausage um you know, I mean, just off the top of my head, so many. I mean, Law Barbecue and their hot guts, anything from the Lewis kind of span, which includes East Saul now, who's doing his own his own kick on it. Right, the Oaxacan cheese sausage at, uh, at 2M is what you're referring to. Which yeah. I cannot wait to get over there on our on our San Antonio run for this list. Yeah, Chipotle sausage at Louis Miller. Um, Black's has a great sausage. Um, just There's a lot of them out there, but if I have to pick just one, um, plus, I get to pick these guys for one of the categories. Um, Truth, the jalapeno cheese sausage. Uh, it kind of took me by surprise, to be honest. Um, just damn good. Damn good sausage. Lots of flavor in there. Yeah, the, the jalapeno cheese at uh, Truth. And I, I think Dylan and Leonard are getting tired of hearing me say it because I tell them every time I'm in there. It, it's one. Of, it's got to be the best jalapeno cheese sausage in Texas. It's just so darn good. It's got the perfect amount of cheese in it. You know the perfect amount of jalapeno, you know, and and plenty of moisture. That because a lot of times in a jalapeno cheese, you the most most of the moisture you get is from the cheese itself. You get way too much cheese. You yeah, get way too much heat in the jalapeno. And at the end of the day, we still love that greasy fattiness in a sausage, and I think you get that with the truth jalapeno cheese. 
All right, before it gets a little uh, ridiculous, um, let's move on. So I, I'm throwing a, a little bit of a curveball. There's a lot of good stuff out there, some crazy stuff that's really wild, like bacon burn-ins from Heim, uh, burn-ins from a lot of places that are pretty phenomenal, uh, some great pork ribs, but I'm going to throw pork steak. And, uh, you know, we, we've been doing the, the Hallettsville kind of area pork steak, which is great. Um, Kalakni had some phenomenal pork steak, uh, Prowsey, Novosad's. Um, but uh, I'm going to call it back to Snows. Um, this pork steak at Snows, you need to get this every time you visit. Um, just it's If you haven't had pork steak or you don't know where it comes from, pork steak is, is comes from the shoulder, which is also called the Boston butt of, of the pig. Um, it's what they turn into pulled pork. But instead of this soft, uh, hopefully not mushy, but instead of this soft pulled apart item, it's cooked. It's cooked direct heat. It's cooked a little faster, and it's cooked like a steak. Yeah, kind of like a steak, or kind of like a pork chop. Pork chop cooked. is probably yeah. closer, closest that you can think of. Yeah, and you really do need that direct heat, you know, to get that good crunch on the pork steak. And and damn it, it's just a great pork steak. Um, so pork steak at Snows is my third meat. Um, moving over to um, sides is another curveball. I'll throw some of the people that may have not forgotten about is butter beans at Opie's. Uh, free. I, I'm, I'm mad. I forgot that one. Yeah, yeah. Not only are they great, but they are free. Um, just really phenomenal stuff out there. I've probably said that word like ten times. I think this podcast. It, it's one of the most unique items in Texas barbecue. I don't know. I, I, well, there may be one other person serving. Look, there's a rainbow beans. that is just pulled up as you literally. <laughs> not, not being, there's literally a rainbow over there, and, um, as you said this. But no, they, they're great and they're simple, um, but. The, the taste is complex, but there, it's not a complicated dish as far as, like, you know, there's not 20 different things in there. Um, but just great, tasty, unique. Some people may be a little nervous. I was kind of like Leslie with the collard greens and even myself with collard greens. Eh, we don't know if we like this. Uh, but great. And damn it, they're free. They're not served every day. Um, Saturdays I, and Sundays, I yeah, I think they may be doing Fridays now. It's hard to tell. Okay. I can't remember. But um, they're also for dine-in only because... Um, because they're free, it's one of those, those benefits that you get. Some other places do free beans as well, uh, but they do both free regular beans and butter beans and opies. That's one of my, my favorites. Right, one more side, huh? Yeah, and this is a tough one. So, because um, again, you can't, you really have to get down to brass tacks here. I love the uh, love the baked potato salad at um, at Brisket House. It's a very unique one. Uh, but I, I'm not going to call that one out. I'm going to say it because I think that's an honorable <laughs> mention for sure. Um, it's served hot. It's like a baked potato. It has the sour cream. It's really, really good. Um, what I'm going to call is uh, Killens, and that is the bread pudding. Um, and I know that's not right. really you a moved on side. To dessert. No, I'm calling oh, two you're desserts. Calling, oh, you're calling two I'm going to put a dessert as a side. All right, all right. Um, you know, see so, where you're going. Yeah, well, you know, it's just so damn good. And, and it really goes back to the the first time I had it was after they did a, uh, it was a whiskey dinner and it was a uh, whiskey bread pudding um, it, it, it has the caramel and the tres leches sauce, it's made with, um, cr- it's made with soul. it's made with croissants um, even better than soul I think is a, a buttery croissant is like a step above um, and it, it is just, it's hard to describe but it's, it's incredibly rich I'm sure it's incredibly fattening, just like most delicious things are. But and because it's bread pudding, it's definitely not dry. It is not dry. It is very Thank moist. God. Yes, yes. Um, so, you know, we have uh, we have that as my side slash dessert. 
Um, I'll go to one other one because, um, you know, it's been tough to try to pick our favorites, but uh, the Hurricane Cake at Miller Smokehouse. Oh, uh, I, I'll never forget our introduction to the Hurricane Cake. Um, it was the first out-of-town barbecue run we'd ever gone on, and we were amateurs at it at that point. We overate like you wouldn't believe. Um, shocking, I know. And so we ended up in Miller's. It's so hard not to overeat. It is. It really it, is. It really is. Uh, and so we were only going to get a couple of bites of, you know, maybe a little bit of brisket, a little piece of sausage. Uh, and, of course, then uh, Mama Miller comes out from the back and said, oh, you've got to try this dessert. No, you have to have this dessert. No, you have to eat this dessert. And so three or four desserts later, yeah, we, we dug into the enormous spread of delicious barbecue desserts at, uh, at Miller's. And uh, the hurricane cake was uh, our favorite. It's, it's unique, again, just like everything. Um, and I think, Leslie, we... We think it's kind of like maybe a German chocolate and a cream cake or something like yeah. that. Kind of some some kind of mix. It's hard to explain, uh, but again, it's very unique. It's, it's incredibly tasty. And, and Miller's has their new their new location up in Belton. Uh, really, really nice building. If you haven't been, um, very nice. Been up there once, and we'll go again because we need our sticker, of course. But even if we didn't need stickers, we'd definitely be back at, at Miller's. Uh, that this is an incredibly tough list, and this may change because we've got places we've never been to. Right, that yeah, we'll be hitting up soon. Yeah, we may have a whole new list of uh, a fantasy meat plate by the time we finish this list. Uh, fantasy it. barbecue league, interesting. All right, folks, we need to wrap this one up. We're a little over. Um, you know, we try not to bore the hell out of you. Yeah, I mean, uh, hit us up on uh, on, on Twitter uh, at barbecue brian at houston fed. Um, you can uh, you can email us at, at uh, doublebackbbq at, at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what some of your favorite items will be on a on, you know on your dream meat plate. Um, but uh, we'll we'll be coming at you soon with some more interviews and some more uh, you know, news and insights from the road. So uh, we'll appreciate try you to listening. we'll try to improve on the, the audio. We're going to try to keep doing that, folks. But it is is very convenient for us to record while we're doing these road trips or, or on site. Um, but we're going to try to keep improving. We got a new microphone today. I bought a second microphone, um, so we'll try doing that in the future. We're still only using one today. Look at this freaking rainbow! I mean, just an amazingly beautiful rainbow. Ah, talking about all the barbecue. He's been up a long time. Yeah, I, I am way past. I, I have surpassed tired to overtired. I get to hallucinating pretty quick, which is awesome because if you've ever hallucinated from lack of sleep, it's just. Yeah, you may be, oh, yeah, well, whatever. Yeah, maybe just too too much for most people, I think. All right, folks, um, you keep eating, and we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Catch you later.